there is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life that is less than the one you're capable of living. That is a quote by Nelson Mandela. Welcome to Trina Talk. This is the podcast where guests share their stories of pursuing their passions, living a fulfilled life, and empowering others. Each week, I talk with inspiring leaders, business owners, and people with amazing stories from around the world in unscripted conversations as they share their successes and failures. This podcast is all about empowering you to keep striving in your personal and professional life. I am your host, Trina L. Martin. Hello, welcome to episode 118. The topic of this week's episode is commit to passion, healing, and purpose. My guest this week is Shamara Bowman. Shamara is a transformational coach, best-selling author of the book Commit to Passion, creator of 28-Day Detox Jumpstart, and the founder of H. HH Life. She helps fearless women entrepreneurs transform into taking bold action towards their purpose, gain clarity towards their vision, and level up their confidence in being an overflow in life by making courageous decisions towards their desired destination. Welcome, Shamara, to Trina Talk. Hello, 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 and I'm excited to be here today. Oh, great. I love the enthusiasm. (laughs) So good. So good. Well, I was just looking at your bio, I mean, and you're doing some fabulous things. Entrepreneur, executive coach, philanthropist, you're an author. But before you became all of these things, tell me who Shamara was. I was the Shamara that... um... To be honest with you, I spent like 12 years of my life um, going through hell. Uh, That's the only way I can put it. Um, I was young. Um, I had experienced uh, a lot of death and the death that I was like my brother had passed. That was a lot on me. um, And I didn't know how to deal with it because I was young, you know. Um, But those 12 years of my life, I was drowning. I was drowning in my own own just the spirits, everything was just, I didn't know, I was just darkness. It was just dark for me. I was numb. Everything was clouded. My spirit was like voided and I was just so broken. And I just didn't know how, like, what can I do? You ever just felt like you were just so heavy? You ever woke up and just heavy? I was heavy mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. Um, And going through that, I had a friend um, that came around, I was in real estate and, um, used to flip houses. Those that not know, you know, you take a house, buy a house, invest in a house, and then you flip it, you, you rent it out, whatever you like to do. So I was involved into that. And that's how I met her. Um, and she had did some changing in her life and we met up for lunch. And, um, I'm just telling her, she was checking in on me because my brother had passed, had been years and just haven't seen me because I had stopped everything when he passed. <clears throat> mm. Um, and she just so happened to be a health coach. So I'm like, what is that? 
you know, she's like, I help people. I And I'm thinking like, usually when, you know, when we talk about health, we talk about fitness, we talk about eating right and things like that. But in those days we weren't, I wasn't, or I didn't know anything about like mental health, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what she was more so involved in. So I'm like, no, nah, I don't think you can help me because I had got counseling. I got out therapy. I got all type of things done to try to help my own self. But yet I was still feeling heavy. I still didn't want to move. I was still stressed out. I still felt alone. I, like I said, I was broken, broken. Like my pieces was just there and I was just looking at them. Um, so um, I met up with her and I, maybe like two days after that conversation, um, I actually just had a word with God and I I fell to my knees just asking, just, can you show me the way? Can you show me the way? And I just promised that I would show others that they're capable of showing up for the impossible. Because at this time, 12 years, you're spending 12 years of your life and you're just not feeling, you don't know what you're feeling, but you're definitely not feeling yourself. You're definitely not happy. Um, And just, just feeling that I didn't think anyone can help me. I didn't think I can get the help. Um, So I called her two days after having that episode in my life. And um, I said, if you think you can help me, then I will definitely, um, I would definitely show up for it. And from her, it took her probably like six or seven months to, you know, get, get life, breathe life back into me. Mm -hmm. And I just, from then on, I just kept moving. I actually came my own health coach. And I wanted to help other individuals. And that was just her her promise. Like, if you if I help you, can you help someone else? You know, um, and I've been doing that every since. And from then, just moving, moving forward with, you know, what I actually want to do with my life and with my life purpose. I always want to help people. But, you know, how did I how can I help people? You know, how can I be an impact in other people's life was really the discovery that I needed to manifest within myself so that I can, um, you know, actually help people and bring the results that they're looking for. Because, I mean, we a lot of people want to help people. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, but we don't know how. And, you know, we have to know my, my thing was I want to know how and I want to get those people the results. So what is it that I need to do? So that they can, you know, like I say, I can be an impact in their lives so that they can move, move forward. Because what she taught me is most of all, it's about purpose. It's about drive. But most of all, you have to align yourself with those intentions of your purpose. And once Uh you start that, you start curating and and building and and building these relationships, not just uh, uh, with with your personal life, but, you know, just even with your spouse, even your friends, even with your business. Those are all even with money. Those are all relationships. Mm. And when you learn how to separate those and learn, you know how to treat them. So it's not all these people and things coming at you all at one time and you're treating everything the same. You know, when, when we love, you know, we, we love, you know, our business a different way. We love our family a different way. Our kids, you know, our mothers, you know, our money. Like we love life a different way. So when we're able to, you know, separate and know how to deal with them in a different way and not just juggling everything together, because that's what I was doing. I was everything was just all in one basket and I'm just picking it up when I want to deal with it. You know, but that basket got so heavy. I'm told the basket that's so like heavy because all these things are in this basket and I'm dealing with them when I can, when I want to. But I'm really not dealing with them because I don't know how I didn't know how. 
Mm. So um, she taught me, um, guided me, helped me, and she got me back on my feet. And I've been trying to truck it ever since. So (laughs) that's where we are. And that's probably why I'm on this show today with you. Wow. Amazing. And I I like hearing, you know, and I always say this to people, everybody tries to put on their best Instagram life, but we've all gone through something. We all have a story. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that you said how you were feeling broken because I too, I've been there as well, where, you know, yeah, you feel broken. You feel like you said heavy. That was such a a great analogy for that feeling heavy. And, and this is the first time I actually heard someone say that you have all these different relationships, you know, money is a relationship, a relationship with yourself, with your friends, with your spouse, whatever. And, you know, it really makes sense. And, and this is one of the reasons why I'm like, I'm really loving that we're having this conversation. Your goal is to help other women and like you were saying how you got help how are you helping other people um my purpose um in the world my duty um my passion my mission is to help other women other leaders um live the life that they deserve um and by creating that life by starting wherever you are if i didn't also learn anything 12 years is a long time 12 years is a decade (laughs) plus two, of course, Mm -hmm. but that's a long time. That's a long time to be in a place of darkness. That's a long time. uh, uh, I I would say manifesting just, just uh, the impossible. Like when you don't believe in yourself, then nothing is possible for you. So what I do, my mission in the world is to help other individuals, um, be the best version of themselves by directing them, by giving them the tactics so that they could actually set intentions for their own zone, their own place in life where in, and, and, and align themselves with individuals, the support. That's another good thing because you can, you have to have that support and it's always somebody, what I've learned, it's always somebody in the world that can help you. If you know how to ask for help, we get caught up in doing things alone and feel like we have to do it all alone. And, and we actually have the help. And once we have that help, it's like, it's a weight off our shoulders as well. It's a piece of lightness because you have the support in the same people who are are aligned with the things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's powerful because we do, we, we take on things and we, we are ashamed to let someone know that we need help. And for the person who is listening today and saying, how do I do it? How do I, how do I go to someone and ask for help? What are your suggestions to them? I would say, um, as a writer myself, I write all the time, write it out, write out your intentions of what you want. That's number one. Um, write out at least three things that's most important to you. That's number two. And the reason why is, you know, the three things that are most into you at the time, because we may have like a hundred things on that list, you know, (laughs) but um, we have to start somewhere and you don't want to put too much on your plate at one time, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So asking for that help, you have to align yourself with those intentions and also set those goals. And then you have to find the environment 
you know, where the people are hanging out at that that's in the zone that's in the same creativity that you're trying to manifest yourself so that you can actually reach that goal. Because again, we want that support and people that are okay with, you know, answering those questions for you. There's some hard questions out there. And so you have some people that don't even want to help you out, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would definitely, it's definitely important to place yourself or find the environment that supports you to, uh, with the journey that, um, you know, where, where are you trying to go in life or with your purpose or what are you trying to do? Now that could be a job all within itself, because like mm-hmm. you said, some people don't want to help you. And then sometimes we trust our inner selves to people who we think are going to support us and they actually don't, they end up tearing us down. That's right. So when we're looking for that group or that support, that circle, how do we know when we have that right group? Because, you know, sometimes people, they say they're with you until, you know, you really need them to be with you and then they're not. <laughs> I say the the way around that is, um, the way around that is working, being able to work together. Like, you know, if, for instance, it's a lot of coaches, right? And I'm a coach myself. Um, but I also have a lot of, you know, you know, health coach, life coach, you know, just I, I, I'm a coach. So what is it that I really want to do? So if I want to be about business, then let me go into the, the group where the business partners are um, and, and what they're doing. And then let me ask questions. Somebody's going to give you an answer, but you got to give back. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, um, you know, people, they take and take and take, but you got to get back. You got to interact with those people so that they can start supporting. That's actually your support group. But honestly, that's like your support plus your support. You know, and what I mean by that is that it's not it don't just have to be in that group. We can be on a podcast. We can have speaking events together. I can be doing something. I can invite you. Like it's all around. It's just how much you're willing to put, how much you're willing to show up for yourself, but also show up for others, too. Mm-hmm. We can all grow together. I believe that everyone in this, everyone in the universe, in the world, period, has a reason why they were created. And mm-hmm. whether it's a job to them, or I, I don't feel like a job, like what you do purposely, you know, and what you want to do, what you love doing. I don't feel that it's a job, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's something that you're here created on earth to live by. And to purposely do in the world to help this person in that environment, in that that space, that, you know, wherever they are so that they can also grow and not necessarily do the same thing, but empower themselves to do something that they are created here to do. We all have a purpose, but we have to find it. And once we find it, it's not only that we already have the tools, but it's a gift. Mm, Wow. And you and you work with women to help them realize what their gift is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. And how, how long does that take and how, how do, who comes to you? So is it only professional women or what, what is your clientele? Who are you helping? Is, is it any woman that comes to you and say, Hey, Shamir, you know what? I'm feeling like I'm walking through darkness all the time. Can you, ever, you, you ever been in a space in your life that, you know, it's like, I want to do that. You know, you ever said that I want to do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many times have you said you want to do that? Oh, more times than I can count. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I want to deal or, or I want to uh, offer my time and my space to individuals who are ready. Mm. Who are ready. We can talk it. 
but we gotta walk it. Mm. So who 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 are ready to let's just say right now? Well, what I deal with mostly are women in business, um, where for startups, if they want to start their business, uh, creating courses. Uh, basically taking their business to the next level of success. And it's not just women out dealing with men as well, but most of all, are you ready? Because this, this is not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need your time and I'm going to give you mine. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can win, only way I can win, only way we can win is what? If we're working together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just as much as I'm going to show up for you and I'm going to move for you, I need you to do the same. Mm-hmm. So my question is always, are you ready? Wow. Wow. It's going to be some long nights at the beginning, you know, but we're going to do some time management, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> it's, 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 are you ready? Wow. That's, that's my question. Are you ready? And that's a good question because like you said, people say, oh, I want to do this. I want to do it. But a lot of times people think things come easy. They think, oh, because I said I want to do it, it should come easy or it's going to come and knock on the door. And it is. It's hard. It's going to take some long hours, as you said, some work. So you're you're like you want the people who are like ready. You want them showing up. I'm not. Yes. Yes. I'm not trying to talk you into it. (laughs) I don't (laughs) want you, you know, and Mm -hmm. and I'm just being honest because you have to want it. Mm-hmm. You have to want it. You have to have your back against the wall wanting it. Uh, it's not easy being an entrepreneur. I can't just go to a nine to five job and say, hey, that's guaranteed money. It's totally fine for my side hustlers. Mm-hmm. But what I'm telling you, I've been an entrepreneur for 17 years. 17 years. Mm-hmm. That's a blessing. Mm-hmm. But not only that, I have to be honest. My back has been against the wall every time. Because every morning I wake up, every night before I go to bed, I have to set intentions for that next day, for that next moment, for my family, for my kids. That's important to me. Those are my reason why. Mm. Wow. Love it. Yeah. You got to come out. You got to be ready to come out swinging, you know, and be ready to give it your all. That's what I'm talking about. Let's talk about your book. So you have a book titled Commit to Your Passion. And then you have the 28-day detox jumpstart. Tell me about both of those. Uh, my book, Commit to Your Passion, is an intro and inviting you of just me. A place in my life where, as like I say, I was going my darkness, um, basically for individuals, people, period. I know we all have our mess. Um, that book is that is a dedication of, of, of the impossible, showing up for the impossible, letting you know that. Anything is possible for you at any given time when you make the decision for you, when you say yes to yourself. So commit to your passion is um, basically you, you know, loving what you do and actually going for it. Although I was flipping houses and I made my millions off, you know, real estate and stuff like that, that was not something I love doing. Mm. It wasn't. I have to be honest. It wasn't. Money is always good. But are you happy? Mm-hmm. So what I do now and what I've been doing is what I love doing, what I'm passionate about. I can wake up, I can go to bed and know like this is where I am. This is where I want to be. It's not a job for me. 
So commit to your passion is just letting people know that if you can show up for the impossible things that you've been dreaming of, things that, you know, you love doing, things that you've been curating, whether it's a boutique, whether a clothing line or whatever it is, like taking pictures, whatever it is that you love doing, that you are just, I mean, you live and breathe it. That book is letting you know that this is what you're supposed to be doing in life. And what people sometimes, what I notice, a lot of my clients is that, you know, they get in like, I don't think I can, you know, I can make beads and sell bracelets. You know how many people in the world are making beads and selling bracelets? So why you can't? Mm-hmm. Why you can't? Oh, well, mm-hmm. that's them. That's not. No, but why you can't? Why can that not be your passion? Why you can't make money off what you're passionate about? That's what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard Steve Harvey. Uh, um a mm, couple years ago, but he has like this YouTube I was listening to about Kentucky Fried Chicken. They, he, um, you know, he cooked fried chicken and made his millions off fried mm-hmm. chicken. We all have a purpose. And if it's cooking that one good meal, then it's cooking that one good meal. And you do what you got to do with that one good meal. So commit to your passion is basically like what you love to do in life and actually going out of it and making a living off of it. Mm. But being clear and also setting directions, like I say, for the intention so that you can actually live a good life, abundant life, mm-hmm. a deserving life. Wow. And I don't I know get... we're not going to be happy every day. You know, we're going to have our days that we don't want to be bothered or, you know, our dim days and so forth. But most of all, are you happy with who you are? That's so important because you have to be happy with you first. You have to be, you know, good with you first in order to move forward with anything else in your life. Mm. Um, before, tweet, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. I was just going to say before you get on, go on, I want you to tell the listeners, <clears throat> explain to them what it means to set intentions. To set intentions. We, hear that, we hear that a lot, but I don't know if everyone actually knows what that means. So to set intentions um, in my philosophy, um, basically, it means to align yourself with um, your desires, your goals. Um, I believe that, you know, like another thing is, you know, we set goals, but we have like we set goals like it's our dreams. And then we never get to that goal at times because, you know, it's still living in within our dreams. But most of all, you know, our dreams can be far out. It takes some, it's going to take us, it takes time sometimes to actually hold your dream. But you got to start holding that dream the second you make that decision that you want to move forward with this dream, with this journey. So what I mean by that is like when you set those goals, you have to set small goals so that you can, you know, achieve them. You got to feel like you're doing something. We, we all are human. So we want to feel like we're doing something, like we're moving, like we're in motion. So let's just say we set a goal of intention because goals are intentions, right? Intentional. So we set that goal, but let's say that goal is for three weeks. Okay, boom, I got that goal. Three weeks. What's the next goal? And you can set it for three weeks, set it for 30 days, but what's the next goal? But let's just say we have to also set that goal, that big goal, you know, let's say that 10-year goal, that five-year goal, that one-year goal. You know, that one year intentions, that's that's where I am with being intentional with it, because once you set it, you have to move forward with it no matter what. You have to have the mentality of no matter what, I'm going to get this done. But we nobody knows us as much as we know ourselves, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So we have to 
move forward and set those attentions and set those goals in a place so that we know that we can achieve them. So that we can see and feel our desires and of course, always honing our own dreams. Wow. Wow. So go ahead and tell us about your 28 day detox jumpstart. 28 day detox jumpstart. Um, I love it. It's very beneficial. Um, not just to me, but to others reason being is getting rid of all the clutter in our lives. Um, and what I mean by clutter dust, uh, just things are in the way where there's people, where there is, uh, your house needs to be cleaning, you know, just, you know, paperwork that needs to be done. Just anything that's not aligned again with, with our journey of growth or what our tensions are. And it's 28 days of detoxing, you know, getting yourself back in life, you know, you know, eating the right foods, you know, just taking care of self self-care, self-care more so. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really good, especially with my clients start off. I give that to them because they need it. They need mm-hmm. to get clear. They need to make sure that they're able to make time for whatever the journey that they're setting forth. And more so that, you know, they have time for themselves, their family, and just getting things back on track with themselves. Wow. A lot of times, you know, we have things that are anyway, we're just going, 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 and doing, doing, doing. That is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said earlier, you touched on the mental aspect. Mm -hmm. And because of the day and age we're living in now, um, a lot of people are finding that they can't cope mentally. And a lot of times, like you say, we say health and we always think about the physical. Oh, okay, we're going to go to the gym or we're going to eat right. But our mental health is just as important. Um, And how do you how do you go about telling your clients that? Because, I mean, I know you're not a psychologist or psychiatrist, but um, do you give them anything as far as telling them, okay, you need to check your mental mental health and give them any kind of direction? Correct. So the 28 day detox is, is a part of that as well. Okay. So okay. with the 28 day detox, basically, like I said, it's more so of a self-care. That's all a part of self-care. So like it's getting, like I say, it's getting clarity on a purpose, the toxins, um, the habits, um, breaking the cycles of the mindset, um, just creating a greater energy around their goals and being empowered. You know, find what uplifts you. Find out how you can stay motivated because we have to motivate ourselves. Mm. Mm. Uh, we can't rely on anybody else to motivate us. That's where we go wrong at because once that source or whatever that is is gone, then now what? Right. So we have to find a way to motivate ourselves towards our own goals and purpose, you know, um, just remove all those, try to remove those roadblocks and fears because fear always happens. Um, I'm just so happy in a day and age or time right now that, you know, fear, if I, if I feel weak somewhere, oh, I'm going to challenge it. That's where I am. But I didn't just wake up this morning and, and a day and say, Hey, I'm going to challenge anything that I fear. No, that had, I, I had to learn. I had to learn me. I have to learn how to shift my mindset, mm. you know, and, so, go ahead. And, and when you are working with your clients, because mindset is very important, mm-hmm. how, when do you see them have their breakthrough? Because when you're in limiting beliefs and all your life, you've been told that you were only capable of X and now you're, you know, you're telling somebody's telling you to look at things differently. Like you gave the example of a client said, Oh, well, I can't make bracelets. Well, why can't you? That's right. How, how long does it take you 
take your clients to actually see that, okay, I need to flip the switch and start thinking differently. Like this can happen for me. Mm-hmm. Um, usually those 28 days. Okay. Usually yeah. 28 days, um, unless they are, um, unless they're not doing what they're supposed to do. That's the only reason why it would take longer. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's how I would know that you're not listening or you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So in the 28 days, you should see some type you of should transformation. Definitely see some sort of transformation, but you may, a lot of them see it beforehand. They mm-hmm. see the results beforehand and it makes them, you know, continue, you know, wow. to move forward with it. So um, you definitely should see, like I say, clearing out the purpose and getting clear, clearing out the clutter and then uh, getting clear on what your purpose is. And then letting go of, you know, like I say, certain habits, it's hard. It's, what, it's 28 days to break a habit. So it's not easy, especially that's like smoking for years in your life and saying, hey, I'm going to stop smoking. It's not just going to happen like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to tell you to stop smoking that, uh, you know, a box of cigarettes a day or whatever it is that you smoke a day. You know understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I will ask, well, maybe we can maybe smoke six, (laughs) you know, you have to, you have to wing it off. You know, it's not just going to happen like that. Right. But they have to, a person, a human being has to see that it's working for them. So you, everyone is different. You can't treat everyone the same. Right. Right. And what do you tell those people who, who like to give up? You know, those people who say, well, you know what? I did this for a week. I did this for two weeks and I'm not seeing anything because people want instant gratification. Right. And I'm going to, I let them know up front, it's not going to happen instantly. You have at least 28 days to dedicate yourself and your time. Mm -hmm. Give me that. Give me that. But I'm going to work with you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to walk on the side with you, but you have to do the work. You have to be willing to do the work because a lot of that has to do with the mindset. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. That's, I mean, 28 days and that's basically a month. And like you said, now, is there any scientific, anything behind the 28 days, the reason why you chose that, or is it just what you found works well? I found proven. Um, it does definitely works well. Also it is science behind that as far as breaking a habit, um, habit change and so forth or cultivating new habits. Um, I do know that you do have to focus on, you know, like I said, you have to set those goals of intentions. But most of all, you know, when you're trying to break habits and cultivate new things around that habit, you want to, you know, what is it else that I like to do? What else can I do for this time being? Uh, if I'm going out a day and smoke the cigarette, what else can I do? If I'm thinking about the cigarette, it's just you need to mind, you got to shift that mindset. Mm. You know, and it's a habit within. So it's like, OK, what else can I do besides this? Because I'm getting the jitters. What else can I do? You know, um, so with that, that's pretty much um, my conclusion on that. Mm -hmm. And so, so I see you're the founder of HHH Life. What is that? Trooper H Life is healthy habits, um, wealthy life. Um, Basically, um, it comes from, like I say, cultivating new habits and shifting your mindset. And then also you can actually build a, a life of wealth or whatnot around that. Once you get your 
yourself together. I don't mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's kind of tied in. It is tied in with business and also it's tied in with mindset change. And it's all I feel like business is all centered around mindset. It is centered around mindset. Um, and if you want to actually be a wealthy individual, um, not just so forth the money, you know, that's tangible, but your mindset is has to be in a place of that has to be a root around you, uh, your growth, your internal growth, your attentional growth. So healthy habits, wealthy life. Wow. And, and I love what you're saying about the mind, because if you don't have the right mindset and you're not thinking correctly, it doesn't matter how much money you make or whatever. It, it, it all comes down to, at least for me, for inner peace. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that personal happiness, because there's a lot of people who make millions that are unhappy. Right. And so many people think that the money is something that's going to, oh, if I have more money, all my problems would disappear and (laughs) I will be fine. But it doesn't always work that way. So Mm -hmm. you really have to find who you are, Mm -hmm. like who you are, and go with that. Man, man, just, I mean, I I love, I love what you're doing. Um, Tell me, do you want to talk about any of your... um, philanthropic work or anything like that um just well i'm at currently i am um we're in the i'm writing my second book Hmm. so i'm excited about that um next year of uh, august 28th is what we have it for the launch for so that's really my main focus right now um, I actually still, I'm, of course, a business coach as well. So um, just building businesses and, you know, helping people with their revenues and extra and other uh, revenue streams, but really keeping the business up and up afloat, especially. Um, I know 2020 has definitely been a hard year, you know, um, for businesses, for people, um, mentally, um, just the uncertainty. And what I found out this year is that a lot of people have not uh, prepared. Um, they weren't prepared. And I, that's very important to, um, to prepare yourself. So that's something that I, it's really, that I am really big on now, actually leaving out 2020, uh, with my clients. Um, we're definitely our, you know, um, preparation, uh, preparing for all things centered around our business and ourselves. Um, that's really important at this point and just moving forward. I don't, uh, a lot of uh, people that I have uh, connected with um, in 2020 with going through, you know, what we went through so far, um, it hurt them. You know, they were, they, it got hit hard because they were, they weren't prepared. So um, that's where I am. Um, I have an online business uh, as far as creating your own course, um, course for profits. And basically it's basically, um, you know, you're building your own course um, and scaling your own course, launching your own course, but that's also them starting up their own business as well. So I give them all the strategies and so forth around their business so that they can actually grow their business online and create their own business. Say, hey, this is mine. And they will always have something growing and something out there so that they will have income um, coming in no matter what. Wow. And how long is your course? Um, the course is for seven weeks, um, 45 days. Um, you will be able to launch um, your business. Um, also social media align yourself with um with your market of expertise even if you're not an expert at anything 
you're going to become one because that's what we do. Um, so it's really fun. Um, and I'm, I'm ready. I, I, this is something that I'm really passionate about at this time because uh, online, even with a lot of virtual events that I have um, done, that's, you know, pretty much went virtual um, being quarantined for uh, what, almost a year now. Mm-hmm. So, um, which is pretty cool. I was already doing that too, but I do miss the traveling. I tell you that. But um, what I do know is that just behind the scenes and um, having the virtual events, it actually became fun. So I'm very in tune into it, and I also want to tune my um, my clients as well. Wow. So I'm gonna basically I teach them with the market how to strategize with that, how to get their own events. That's actually a bonus with the course, but more so I know that it's leverage with their business and um, them growing themselves. So. It's not just about, you know, creating a course because it's like, okay, I created a course and now what, you know? So you want to give them more, but more so I want to be able to have them move in in the community, not not just theirs, but also globally. So um, that's where we are. Sounds amazing. Sounds like you are really helping people go to that next level and to, I guess, actually, um, not like you said, not be taken off guard to always be ready. That's right. So to speak. That's right. Wow. wow. Absolutely. Well, that sounds, sounds amazing. I mean, I know your clients are probably just in awe of working with you with all of the things that you have in place for them to improve themselves and their business. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's amazing. And we don't have enough of that. We don't have enough of people just supporting other people mm-hmm. and especially women. And it's funny because in, in the space with women, you always find people say, Oh, women are catty. <laughs> and it, it's, you know what, it's enough to go around. You don't have to mm-hmm. have the lack mentality, but I think if we work together instead of us trying to think that it's a competition or, well, if she does that, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it'll be a lot better relationships with women as far as invest business and things like that. Right. So are you ready for our questions? <laughs> you <can have> a- <laughs> yes, I'm always ready. Oh, I like that. Okay. <clears throat> Who or what motivates you? Who or what motivated me? My grandfather. Hmm. My grandfather uh, motivated me and um, he has actually passed. Um, which was a part of my little, my 12 year, um, breakdown and also breakthrough. Um, but, um, that's when I found that I had to motivate myself. I was relying on someone else to motivate me, you know, um, and to get me up. So, um, of course, God, well, my God is very important in my motivation and those are my conversations. So I'm, I go with God. Mm. What? demotivates you what devo ask that question again what demotivates you okay um i would say being in an environment that's not aligned with who i am Hmm. okay when was a time that something was said or done to hurt you but it worked for your good My aunt used to call us basic bees um, and it motivated me because I had three cousins, three cousins, and we were like really close, like brothers and sisters. Right. Um, So but our last name are bees. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, with all of with all three of us, we were very successful um, and we're proud of each other. 
but that as a kid wear it on me, you know, to be a better person, you know, um, you know, kids, we do crazy things. I wasn't the best little kid walking around the world. Um, but, um, but yes, I would say that was just one of those lessons that was taught with me to be to prove that was my first time trying to prove to people that I knew that I was trying to prove to people instead of myself. Um, you know, like I'm not basic or, you know, all these great things. So mm. I would say that was one of my good lessons. Wow. What is your fear? My fear. Hmm. That's really hard because I challenge fear nowadays. So I don't know if it rises. I challenge it. Um, I don't know. I know I'm getting older and I had went on my first, um, I went skydiving, but I had mm-hmm. went skydiving when I was probably 23 years old and it was fine. But I went when I was 30 and I was not okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I'm afraid of heights now to answer that. So I think that'll be, that's a fun fact of fear for me. Yeah, things change when you get older. I, okay. I <laughs> and then you around, you be around here with the kids and like, I can do it. I had to go jump on the on trampoline with them and you hurt yourself. Oops. Yeah, don't even talk I'm about that. Show up. Can't do a backflip no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there a time when you wish you had done something that you didn't? Time I wish, oh, that's a lot of times. Um, yes, um, it's a good time. Gosh, that's a good question. (laughs) You got me thinking. (laughs) Um, gosh, it's so many times. Like, yes. Can I just answer that with a yes? Okay. All right. Awesome. We'll take that one. Okay. Is there a time that you wish you had not done something? Um, no. Okay. Okay. Those are, those experiences, um, those are like great experiences for me. I can't like, I'm owning my whole life. I would say, um, I've, I've, I've been ashamed, but, um, that same shame has made me overcome and become the person I am today. So yeah. Great answer. What is your definition of success? Definition of success is a place of being, um, living in a mindset of being extraordinary. Um, I believe that you have to be willing to do, you know, extraordinary things in order to uh, be extraordinary, right? And by curating or manifesting that life and that mindset, um, there's no, no, no sit down for you. You know, if that makes sense, you know, um, it's definitely a process, but also it's, it's progression and um, it's power. It's power and it's power from within. And it's like you finding a new you, another you that you probably didn't even know you had within you. So success is a big uh, plaque to have and to be proud of to me. Hmm. How do you recharge? How do I recharge? I go and hibernate. <laughs> I I'm, I'm I'm I am honest. I go and hibernate. I put on some jazz music. I probably write mostly. That's what I do. But I go into my poetry and I just write my tail off. But that's how I write. Wow. 
What are you awesome at? Loving people. Mm. What legacy do you want to leave? For my children, um, um, to um, not just take over my business, but the responsibility. And like um, my babies are doctors and they're going to school to be doctors and things like that. But they have a business mindset to not work for anyone as well. Um, and, you know, like I say, it's many things that we can be. But, you know, you can put this on my name, these letters on my name. Right. But I'm doing something like I have one of them who is doing uh, medicine. You know, she's into herbs and things like that. So um, that's a big difference versus, you know, cutting people open and doing this, being a surgeon and so forth. But more so the legacy, I would say just them being themselves and just, you know, um, taking over the business and leaving them something to own and just love on each other. Just It's so important um, that they just love on each other and support one another. Hmm. Give the listeners one motivational takeaway. Um. One motivational takeaway, you people, everyone in the universe is designed to um, unpack, unleash that power that's within all of us. And if you are holding it in, you are not living within your power. And if you are not living within your power, then you are drowning secretly within yourself. Mm. That's all I got. Wow. Shamara, tell the listeners how they can connect with you if they want to become a client, get your book, your courses, the whole nine yards. Well, Shamara Bowman. <laughs> ShamaraBowman.com um, for Facebook. Everything is Shamara Bowman. Instagram, uh, Shamara Bowman. So ShamaraBowman.com. Shamara Instagram, Shamara Bowman, Shamara Bowman, Shamara Bowman. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all you got. That's you had it. a lot. <laughs> Shamara Bowman. I made it real simple for you. You 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 can't you can't miss that. It's not a lot of me's in this world. So Shamara Bowman. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you, Shamara, for being on Trina Talk. I enjoyed talking with you. Um, I love the work you're doing and Please keep in touch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me and everyone for listening. Keep inspiring this lady to keep showing up in the world. And um, thank you, like I say, for having me. If you like Trina Talk podcast, please don't forget to go out to iTunes and rate it five stars and leave a review. Also, who else in your life do you know that needs some motivation and inspiration in their life? Don't forget to share Trina Talk with them. I hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving because success is a journey, not a destination.